I did. I'm always recording. As soon as it, it clicked on, I had to had to start something. Oh, uh, okay. All right, well, then, hey, yeah. We're going to get started then now on our end as well, okay? Do your All thing. Right. So, we are live. We are filming. What's up, everybody? It is time for a very special uh, cross-episode <laughs> between the Independent Thinking Texans and our awesome guest here, Levi, with the Talking Tremors podcast. What's up, Levi? What's up? It's about to be the independent thinking tremors in this one. <laughs> I spent all day coming up with that, so that. <laughs> he just, I think he just named the episode. That was. That's what I mean. I, I was like, what could this be? Uh, Honestly, the independent thinking Texans. It was just like right there, anyway. So, thanks for a good uh, name. Perfect. Well, Levi, man, you know, I've been listening to uh, to your podcast a lot, you know, and I really, I love, I think it's pretty obvious, you already know this, I love Tremors, you know, <laughs> I grew up just watching Tremors, you know, fell in love with the character of, you know, Burt Gummer, he just kind of no. captivated me when I was a kid, you know, of course, and, uh, but I, and I tell you what, I always thought I was like the biggest Tremors fan I knew until I came across your podcast, <laughs> I mean... Your knowledge and enthusiasm of the franchise just blows anything I've ever uh, seen out of the water, man. It's called reading. That's all it is, man. Just read, read, read. Heck yeah. So thank you. Thank so you, you know, man. You read books? You read books about trimmers as well. <laughs> There's only one so far, so like it's not much, but it's a, actually it's a fan-fucking-tastic book uh, just for... Hey, you should write one. You should write another one. Uh, uh, actually, so there's a dude writing writing one right now uh, that covers from 2015 on to 2020. And after he's done, I kind of do want to – I want to write one on the whole – all the bullshit that happened. There's a whole bunch of – and we'll get into it. Like the uh, – how Tremors got fucked over. But, yeah, I honestly – you say that like I'm like the biggest Tremors fans. I've actually met bigger Tremors fans. Oh wow! Man. So, hey, like, man, man, I'll tell you what—that surprises me, man. But, uh, but we're, we're going to have a great conversation here today. You know, I think that uh, I know we've been listening to each other's episodes, and I think that's awesome. You know, it really set us up for uh, for what we're going to do here tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, can I just say from my end, uh, I I'm just saying that I don't know much about Tremors at all. To be honest, I've seen the movie when I was a kid for sure. Grew up in the '90s, '80s, and '90s. So, but uh, I'm very excited to learn. On this episode, I'm just going to sit back and let y'all kind of guide me, and uh, I really want to learn more about it. And Boone has definitely heard me nerd out. Over oh, yeah, no. And I know. Once. And I was going to say, no doubt about and it. And I've seen the memes. <laughs> I've seen the memes. I've been waiting for, as I listened through, I was like, I've been waiting for that one episode where I was like, when's Levi just going to do that? And you know, here's why Burt Gummer is the greatest American ever. <laughs> Which is true. Like, actually, I wrote that. <laughs> You know, this is actually kind of an icebreaker episode for me because, to be honest, I have not talked about my meme page too much on the uh, on the podcast. I, I think I have reference that I have a meme page. You say you make memes. That's, that's about. Like, but that's I've never, never really. Uh, I don't know. I've tried to keep them kind of separate. You know, like they were two separate things. But yes, I do run. Uh, just to get it out there, I do run the uh, the Burt Gummer Subterranean Meme Stash page on Facebook. Uh, I think we were, I, uh, last time I checked, it's over 50,000 followers now. Uh, 
great group of people on there. Uh, you know what? And I think ever since I linked up with you, Levi, and with the Trimmer Saga people, oh, yeah. it's done nothing but get better, uh, for sure. That was actually one of the things I wanted to talk about, how we can use the Internet for good things. Like, that's – you. I, I talk about it on my episodes, but I love what you do on the meme page so much because it's there's a lot of people that don't get Burt Gummer and they like eschew things, but you are like this tried and true. Uh, you talk about it in your episodes where it's, like, you're like independent, like it's just straight up or ye- yellow flag, whatever that would be. And uh, fuck, it's amazing. It's <laughs> it's amazing in these times of like we, uh, actually you do talk about it where everything is overly politicized you're using politics in an angle to like actually tell a point to something. It's what the, it's a, it's that good thing about uh, politicians use lies to distort the truth and artists use lies to tell the truth. And I think your memes totally do that. So. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've always been into making uh, libertarian memes, you know, before I've had, before I did the Burt Covers meme stash one, I ran a Ron Paul meme stash uh, page, which got like, uh, I think it had something like 36,000 followers before it got pulled. Uh, like the, on Fuckerberg. one day, they sucked something like, I think like uh, 200 different pages and groups. Now, when they took something off, was it because of something specific you did, or was it yeah. just like a... No, it, it definitely perp. was. It, it was uh, because I the name of the page was Ron Paul's Big Igloo, and so that uh. kind of got it flagged when uh, when they cracked down on those uh, on those specific meme page types. You the know? symbology, uh, the imagery, but, yeah. Yeah, did you have something to say about Oh, no, I was just saying they cracked down on that, like... Anything that had to do with, like, they use symbols and stuff to, oh, yeah, that's, you're trying to say something, you're not there. So it's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Felt bad for you. Yeah. No, for real, you know. But I, but I was real lucky because, like, a month before they, they got rid of that page, I was just watching Tremors one day, <laughs> right? And I just was like, Bert Goder is like, He's like a ready-made meme, really. Oh, know, like, fuck yeah, like, he is. For real. I mean, the creators of Tremors back in 89 just kind of wrapped us up a ready-made libertarian meme. And it just kind of, you know, he, it just kind of sat there. Had to be discovered. Had to be <laughs> had to be chiseled out of the stone. And so I was just watching Tremors, and I was like, I got to make a Burt meme. You know, because, I mean, who who better to meme for the libertarian you know, movement, this kind of liberty movement, you know. I don't even like to call it the libertarian movement. It's the liberty movement. Actually, that's you know a good one. I mean? Yeah, liberty and movement. so uh, I made a Burt meme for my Ron Paul page, and it did really well. And so I just, I made a few more, and then eventually I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to make a whole separate page. And that's, that is what has become the Burt Gummer meme stash page. But I was really lucky I did that because I was able to kind of get a bunch of initial followers from my Ron Paul page, and then boom, when it got zucked like a month later, I was I was set to go with my Burt Gummer page, man, and I just, I decided to just go with it, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I took it, man, and, and uh, you know, I, I really like it, you know, I, I like the, the, uh, the community that, that has come up around it, you know, yeah. you see so many people who... Like I saw someone, someone on, on my page the other day said that they were just watching a Tremors marathon, you know, and they just thought to themselves, 
where can I find a Bird Gummer meme? Oh, I saw you know, that. There's yeah. There's got to be some Bird Gummer memes out there, right? They just found my page, you know? And I mean, I, I, here, here, can I ask y'all a question? Where did y'all, like, I, I really, I don't, I don't know the answers to these questions. <laughs> I'm asking for real. Where did, when did Trimmer start? What year did this start? And I'm going to ask a two-part question. What year did it start? And when do you think, earlier you said something about it going downhill, Levi. Oh. Uh, when did that happen? Uh, so you want to take that, Levi? Oh yeah, no. This is a huge. This is a huge question, and this is the best story of all time for conspiratorial wise. Uh, it starts in like 1975-73, and the main creator of Tremors was on a boulder, uh, and he was actually he was drafted into the army, but he was such a nerd or whatever that they just had him uh, making films uh, at the oh, shit the. China Lake uh, Naval Base. And he would just go out walking around and shit. And he was up on a boulder and he's like, oh, what if, like, there was something down on the ground that, like, tried to eat me and couldn't get me? And, like, wrote it down on a note because he literally carries it around all the time, put it in his pocket. And then years later, uh, the movie Short Circuit got made and he made, he actually created that, too, uh, with Brent Maddock. And they were, like, hot in the town and their agent, Nancy Roberts, was like, all right, you have, like, one idea what what's something that you want to make that's all yours like this is the time anybody will write your ticket and he was like well you know i got this little one they had called it land sharks at the time that's where that whole joke ends up coming from and lo and behold all right we'll start writing it and then that was in like 1985 actually there's this is blurry it's like 85 86 they start writing it actually it might be 84 even too so it's like cuz it's a 6 year process of writing the script of tremors so when people are like, oh, Tremors is a perfect movie, I was like, yeah, because it took six fucking years to, like, they just wrote it while they tried to shop it around town, and nobody wanted it. Uh, they finally got, like, one meeting at Universal, and who, like, barely gave them some money, ended up filming it in 1989, and then, as with Tremors, they pushed back the release, got released in 90, and these people then, who I call Stampede Entertainment, which is actually Steve Wilson, Brent Maddock, Nancy Roberts, and Ron Underwood, made this company, and they made actually a bunch of other films too, Hearts and Souls, uh, Batteries Not Included, uh, Wild Wild West, they wrote that one too, I'm always laughing at that. Actually, oh yeah, that's the, funny. No, 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 I, it, as an aside, I always love... Wait, that, wait, 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 hold, hold up one second, Wild Wild West, like with Will Smith? Yeah, they, the, the they giant spider that? is actually their idea. Oh, you just blew my mind. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, <laughs> Holy cow. So, as an aside here, so, like, I love the story of, like, how they got with the giant spider. They were just in a meeting, and there was this crazy-ass executive just like, give me pictures. I need, what do you got for me? And they're just like, well, we had this, like, giant spider idea that we threw out in the first draft. And they're like, ah, I want a giant spider in the movie. So that's why there's a, a giant mechanical spider in Wild Wild West. Just as a weird. That's one. awesome. Uh, but anyway, they ended up they end up making the first four Tremors movies and Tremors the series uh, because Universal literally keeps coming back and begging for more because uh, they have this phrase and I will I, I fucking repeat it all the time because I hate it. But Universal execs actually they repeat it too. There's lots of v- different variations of how they say this. You could sell an empty box named Tremors, so they would just. Yep. Fucking, like, here, all right, we want Tremors. Okay, we're not going to give you any money, but 
the, what made those first four movies and the TV show good is that Stampede comes from a background of animation and actual, like, uh, puppetry and stop motion and shit. Actually, this book, which I got from Steve, is one of Steve Wilson's books, and it's called Puppets and People. And it's legit. He wrote it all, and it's about, like, Ray Harryhausen and stuff and, like, the early, early, like, stop motion animation and how to, like, translate it into film today. Uh, so that's why, tra- like, the practical effects of Tremors. Everybody loves that. It's because of Stampede Entertainment. And then, lo and behold, as things were, like, going on here, Universal realized they could make a bunch more money without them and literally just kicked them out. And their, their legit reasoning, <laughs> I always have to use quotes when I say this because it's so fucked up. We don't think that you're very good at making low-budget movies. When... The last four Tremors movies and the TV show had been all made for only, like, under $30 million. Which, if you know, four TV shows, four movies in a TV show is a lot. So then, yeah, then now I get angry, and like I said, then they made three movies, and uh, they killed off this one's hero right here, as a spoiler. Like, that's, which, to get into the conspiracy, like, I, I think they killed him off because... Michael Gross was getting a lot of sway with the fans and there's that level of like people like you taking the character and making it their own. So I think right. Universal's on this stance of like trying to kill everything like that's actually good about it so they can again sell the empty box named Tremors. There's a lot more to it too, but that's my bare bones angry oh, rant yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that that's a, that's a very accurate assessment of, of what happened. You know, you bring up the stop motion stuff and, uh, and the puppetry, I mean, that's just what made the first four films great. You know, and, I, and I, I tell a lot of people, like, the whole Tremors franchise is just burned into my brain. But really, it's just the first four movies. I, I can't say that about five, six, and seven, you know. And I, I really, uh, since I made the meme page, and I started just looking everywhere for any image of Burke, <laughs> trying, you know. I'm trying to help uh, on that I, front. I, I, I had to find the uh, the series. Oh which yeah! Actually, I had never seen growing up. I had the Attack Pack. That's what I had growing up, you know. And I and I thought that was like it. It is. And, uh, I fucking love this thing. <laughs> yes, yes, the classic Attack Pack, man. That's the great one, dude. You know, I actually got the. Uh, I have the Seven Pack now, and so the complete the, uh, collection. The my neighbor was telling me that his son loves Tremors, but that they only had the first movie. And his son was over one day, and I was like, did you know there's seven of them? And his son's jaw just dropped, man. <laughs> just, and I was like, you, you've never seen the other ones? And I, and I had to, I gave him the uh, the attack pack. I was like, here, these are all the good ones, man. <laughs> go watch these, and go be, you know, go become a, a, a fan. Go know, be transformed. Right, sure. <laughs> yeah, because that's what happens, you know. So, so why is and, and I think earlier uh, Levi, you said something uh, about Burt Gummer, the character himself. Oh, why for somebody who who doesn't know about Burt Gummer, why uh, why is his character become so prolific and so important? Uh, it has a lot to do with what Levi was saying about. Every time I say Levi, it's really weird. Like it's like an echo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was happening when I was listening to your podcast earlier. Like Boone would say, "Hey Levi, what do you think about this?" I'd be like, "Well, I think..." Oh shit, they can't hear me. <laughs> uh, 
But what Levi was saying about how, like, they when they wrote the first movie, that character of Burt Gummer, they were, like, turned up to 11. What what I know, too, is probably Steve Wilson's own experience with people like that, like, coming from the military or whatever. So that's that's where I know, and it... And I know, too, when they made the character, there was a loving sense of that. And when you watch the first Tremors, Bert may be nuts, and there's those arguments or whatever, but again, everybody's a good person. Like, there's no... I, I want to say bad people in Tremors, but there are bad people later on, because Universal fucks that up. But um, And why Bert Gummer works is that he's... He, as a, a joke, Michael Gross injected his own sense of humanity to it. Like just being like being a person, and turns that into actually. Uh, you were saying that in a in another message, Levi, about Ron Swanson too, where those libertarian characters get turned by public perception because you can humanize them, and that's why I love Burt Gummer right. and Michael Gross. Like, there's some things that like how he feels about the character. We were like, okay, well, what were you selling in the end? But I always go back to his thing about he doesn't point guns at humans. Like that was his one. He had to legit stop writers in the fifth, sixth, and seventh movie and be like, "Like guys, like I have done this for the last twenty five years. Bert doesn't point his gun at people. Like there's giant monsters. We point the gun at that. Like there's no, there's things to yeah, work probably, out there. Probably another reason they killed him off too because he started talking back. He like he oh, started speaking out about no. that. that. So okay, that's part of the conspiracy of it actually too. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not wrong. Sorry, like that's the, like that's the legit truth. Because uh, if you oh, go onto sure. Michael Gross's that, page, yeah. uh, it's, he's pretty he's pretty down the middle actually. That way, like it's see, I think his comments about guns on Bert have gotten like taken out of hand, and he actually says in the book too. He actually loves owning guns. He, actually, I've watched podcasts with him, and he's always like, "No, I've got like guns back here," and you know, he's pointing or whatever, like. So it's not that he, you know, hates them or whatever. It's, and they talk about it in the book. It's just about they didn't want any of the like NRA association. So there's no, there's never an NRA sticker or bumper. But then I love that they have the "Don't Tread on Me" flag in Tremors Three. So there's that like, okay, he doesn't, he doesn't support the capitalistic idea of that liberty liberty movement, or actually, that, yeah, the capitalistic libertarian. He's going for that liberty movement itself. So that's where I think. We can all relate right. to that. I don't think there's a single person who doesn't relate to that. Wanting to be free and always be prepared, and that's really it. <laughs> no, I totally agree. And this ties back to Bert Gummer and why his character is so relevant. Right. Too, because you're so right about that. I totally agree with that. Man. Yeah. You know, and you know, Michael Gross, he just he he brings that character to life oh, so yeah. well. And, you know, a lot of people on my page give Michael Gross a lot of grief. And I've, I've, I'll admit, I've made a meme or two. Oh, I, I know. I've, I've seen. But, I research. You know what? I understand. Unlike a lot of rhetoric you see online, I understand that an actor is just, a, is just that, an actor. You know? And I don't have to agree with all of their personal politics to appreciate the characters they play in a movie and to appreciate how well they bring that character to life. You know, I don't appreciate Sam Elliott's politics personally, but I've met the guy, you know, and he was a really cool down to earth dude. And that was, you know, I mean, 
what are you gonna do? We're all people. You well, know? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. But, but but you don't necessarily agree with this politics. But you don't disagree. There's things you agree upon and right. things you don't. You know, if me and Michael Gross sat down, I bet we would agree on a lot of the problems in America. We might just have. We might disagree on how to solve those problems, right? And, and but this is so true with with everyone, right? With oh, maybe not everyone, almost everyone. Ninety-five. I was going to say ninety-five. That's funny. You can sit down with these people, and you're all going to pretty much agree on the problems of society. You know, like this is just—we all live in the same reality. You know, there might be in this country like 325 million of us, but we all live in the same reality. We're all on the same boat. You know, and and that—that's not a metaphor I, I like to use too much. You know, because that's one that could really be picked up by the authoritarians and run with, you know, but it, but it is true, you know, if the boat's reality, the same problems, you know, affect us all, and I went off on a little tangent there, you know, nope. but what I was going to say was, uh, <laughs> Michael Gross, if you ever hear this, oh. I love you, I absolutely grew up just worshipping your characters, you know, and I also like, uh, uh, Oh, what's the name of the show he was in? It's the Family Ties. Escaping me at this moment. Family Ties. Help me out with this, Levi. Family Ties. What's that? Family Ties. Family Ties. That's right. Yes. I've uh, never Family watched Family Ties. Ties. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever seen this one, but uh, Boone. But like, if you're into like '80s Reagan kind of era politics, Family Ties is just you know that's that's it, the show that's gonna that's gonna hook yeah. your interest for sure. It takes know? a swig. Uh, no, it's I'm a not, very not, very not, inter- yeah. very interesting show anyway. But uh, he was also, Michael Gross was also in this uh, FBI's case. Oh, yeah, he plays uh, a murderer. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember the exact name of it now, but he played one of the uh, one of the bad guys uh, who gets in, like, a shootout with the FBI. And, of course, I've had to use some images from that scene. From- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that, the black and white one with the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, people will be like, that's not a real Burt Gummer meme. It's like... Any meme with uh, Michael Gross holding a gun is a Burt Gummer meme in my book, right? <laughs> as long as he's got the stash, that's always my thing. That's why I keep this handy. Yeah. Because that's there all you, you need. <laughs> yeah. so, hold on. Where was that? I had a... Oh, shit, where did it go? Oh, damn. I had a bong somewhere, but maybe I didn't. What the hell? Oh, I did. Hold on. Nope. So listen there, Levi. I'm just here over in Taiwan getting my dick sucked for a Glock. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I'm always personally offended that he died without any guns. Like, that's... Fucking... Oh, man, you know, I have seen the seventh movie, I think, twice. I think I made myself watch it a second time. And, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm not... You know, when Stampede Entertainment got out of the series, it just it just so went downhill, man. And so much of it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to what I was talking about before the the, the stop motion and the and, and the practical effects was just everything, dude. Oh. It really was like so much of what made those first four movies great. Same thing. I mean, I don't see how they managed to screw this up when you have a perfect example of a franchise that managed to screw this up. One of the biggest franchises in movie history, uh, Jurassic Park. I w- oh my! I've okay. been making those comparisons lately to myself too. Like, there's a lot of like, God, 
you made the same mistakes. You and it's the same company too. So you're like, fucking a guys. Like, yeah, there's a trend here. There's a trend here for sure. Oh man! And then with the with the last three movies, they did nothing but rip off Jurassic Park. Oh. So it's almost like they they knew. I think they knew. They were just they're just. Oh, oh! This is a rag. They're just they're just wringing the last little drops out of it that they could. I actually think, have it. You know, was there was their big plan with that? I have a secret theory about that. So the reason that there's so many more, like, like if you look at the first four movies and then just Universal's Tremors with all the references and shit, they're all the Universal properties. Well, yeah, I think they kind of have to do no, that for no, legal reasons. Well, no, but it's, well, I mean, you can make jokes as you want to or stuff, but it's more just interesting to me, like, just, there's a bunch of Riddicks, a bunch of Pacific Rims, a bunch of Jurassic Parks, and I was, like, I was doing the episode on Tremors 5, just, like, noticing that, and it literally came to me, like, halfway through, like, holy shit, these are all Universal properties, like, why are you referencing your own movies? Like, just I think it's just so they can increase revenue. Think of our movies. Think of our movies. Go watch these better movies. Like, there's a, the TikTok graboid. Which, if you're ever on TikTok, there's a dude uh, who just does tons of Tremors videos. It's fucking amazing. And there's one that he did where he legit synced up the sound from the kitchen scene in Jurassic Park to the kitchen scene in Tremors Five. And it match like it was it's just like, legit match. Oh wow! But, uh, yeah, they're just like reusing old. Well, that's kind of like how uh, you know Disney. I'm sure you've seen like the the videos where they compare like different uh, old Disney animated oh, movies, uh, and they use they Kimba. use the exact same motion sequence. Uh, the Lion King, you know, just and, with a different background and different characters. Yeah, there's lo- the Lion King and Kimba and the Lost Forest or whatever. Where they legit, the whole of the Lion King is basically just reselled animation from this old Japanese cartoon. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Cheap ass shit. That's what I mean. It's just like, fuck. Hey, so what do you think, Levi, Levi, on the phone, Levi, um, what do you think about the, uh, like, like the way, like, Hollywood today, and we've kind of talked about this on, on a couple of episodes a little bit, is... Like, it seems like that everything they do is just recreating. There's no real, and I don't want to say no, but, I mean, it's very little, like, new ideas or anything. It seems like everything's just either number 11 or number 8 of a, of a series or that it's just some idea that's already been done. What do you, do, what do you think about that? Uh, this legit comes from the mouth of Steve Wilson, which a lot of my Tremors knowledge, I just listen to podcasts with him and... Uh, Hollywood is legit run by marketing departments, uh, like legitimately, and they won't do anything that's not from a book or a comic or an, another movie and a whole bunch of line of stuff, which makes no sense to me why they would then kill Tremors, which has a, like, you had a whole, like, as much as I hate five through seven, they kept the technical lore consistent from the earlier movies besides completely erasing a fucking town, but that's another matter entirely, uh, so, like, why would they cancel it? But they don't want to do anything if it's not from a rehash property. Like, that's legit. Like, uh, Steve and Brent have been asked to redo Short Circuit again. Like, they've already been asked to remake it. And, like, they're kind of like, I mean, you can. We'll be, like, over here, but, like, 
why would we redo a movie that we thought was really good already? Like, thank you. Like, so it's just all, it is all marketing department. That's, that, yeah. Yeah. It seems like that's, that's a big problem with even the mu even the music industry that I'm in. It's a big problem there too. Man. It's, it's everywhere. I totally understand that. It's literally, it's literally everywhere. Actually, there's a horrifying story that Steve tells where they were in a meeting with Disney to do a TV show, and they were talking to who is what used to be like executive producers. Like that actually used to be a legit job rather than a title. Was those people would search out projects and stuff. Actually, one of the only reasons that Tremors got made was there was this old timey Hollywood producer named Jim Jacks. That just loved helping little like little movies, little monster movies and shit. So he just went to bat for Stampede and then like died a year later. I'm always sad by that. But um, like they had, they were having this meeting with Disney and legit talking to an executive producer. Came in the next day, the executive producer was fired, and they were talking to the head of marketing. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. And that was that. <laughs> That's right. Like it's, you know, and this is this is just what happens when it, when an industry just falls completely to making nothing but capitalistic gains. And you know, Boone, you were saying this the other day, and it really is a it really is a problem that needs to be addressed with like the pure kind of like I, I want to say like anarcho capitalist kind of you know, mentality out there. And I'm a, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm a very capitalistic person. You know, I, I don't like a lot of socialism. I like free markets, you know, but I think there is a, uh, there's a big difference, I think, between these monopoly, I don't want to say like monopolistic because there are a lot of movie companies out there. They are monopolistic. There's only like, what, three or four of them that, that really run the show. No, I, it, it's monopolistic. I said that in an episode. The Their movies are going to, what's going to get played on TV, right? When, you know, there are so many low budget, independently made you know, films out there that people are making that are just, that are just awesome. You know, I, uh, being a Civil War reenactor, I was, back in high school, I got to play an extra in this, in this independent film called The Retrieval. Ooh. And that was just a real low budget, man. I remember the director, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was a real cool down to earth dude. And, uh, it was being made for the, uh, for the, uh, South by Southwest film festival. And, uh, I actually, I have a copy of it. I ended up getting a copy of it. It's in my movie collection here, but uh, just a great film, you know? But I've never met another person other than myself, of course, because I was in it. I've never met another person who's ever heard of this film. And it's like, what the hell, you know? And there are independent film festivals and stuff like that that have, that have tried to pop up, and I know that right. they exist. And there are, like, independent film circuits i i know they're i know they exist but they don't you're you're right they don't get a lot of credit i think i think one thing and i'll and i'll you know pitch it back to y'all but i think one thing is that when it comes down to anything we can we talk about movies the hollywood industry music i i understand that people have to make a living and you have to make money and and that's understandable you know like i i i'm totally for that i'm for people doing well and getting rich i i don't even care you know i think it's good I, but 
I think the problem lies somewhere deeper than even a political thing. I, I really do because when somebody's when somebody's motive becomes only to make money, mm-hmm. that's if that's their first, if that's their number one priority, then th- then there's a real problem there, and there needs to be some checks and balances. If everyone had that priority, wouldn't we all just trash everything and have no checks and balances? It would just be whatever we could get rich on. I mean, you know, there's a real that that's a problem, and uh, I think that's within our people in those industries should even really think about this, man. Like, look look at themselves in the mirror and think about it. That it's good to make money. It will come with good ideas, but good ideas don't come when your sole intention is just to make money. That's how you just decay things. And what I hear y'all talking about trimmers, that's exactly what happened. You know, they had there was this great idea that was organically made for years and years, well written out, well thought out. And then, but the intent was not to make money. It was to tell a story and to have this liveliness of this, of this story and this idea, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, right there, you know, the intent became: how do we make more money? How do we, how do we sell more of it? You know, how do we? And this, this goes across the board. Like, name it, you know? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a problem. But the way we think. But. Yeah tie that back over to y'all, whatever y'all think. No, I mean, I actually, I was about to say pretty much exactly what you said. The problem is that Hollywood, these Hollywood executives are more worried about making another dime than they are about actually entertaining the people with good quality films, you know? Instead, all they're doing is, uh, like like Levi said, that they're, they're selling trimmers in an empty box. They're selling Jurassic Park in an empty box. Oh. They're selling all these great franchises that lots of us grew up with, you know, that uh, Jurassic Park is one that I just have to bring up because growing up, Jurassic Park was like, uh, oh, dude, I was obsessed with that movie. Absolutely obsessed with, with all three of them. The I keep wanting, when I, was a kid, you know? I keep going uh, to the I theater. I want each of them to be to good. Jurassic Park 3, it was just like the greatest thing ever, you know? First movie I ever saw in the theater was Jurassic Park. Yes. What do you think, Levi? No, I know you like Jurassic no, Park. No, I would right? say like I want the I want those new movies to be good so much, man, because of all that. Like, yeah, like me too. Me too. I cr- okay. As an adult, I can still tell you that I cry every time the the brontosaurus. Actually, it's not that. It's when he said, "They're moving in herds. They do move in herds." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it gets me every time. Like, oh my god. You know, I haven't seen, I have not went to see uh, Dominion yet. Uh, I, I hear it's bad, man. For a couple of days. I'm, I'm almost scared to go see it, man. I almost don't want to Dude, see it. Dude, heard good things. That's me I, too. You know? <laughs> what was that? Levi, your audio no, uh, kind of skipped I'm out. scared to go see it too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I want it to be good. I just have watched the other ones, you know, and I'm like, Uh, you know, I mean, we're getting off course here, but we're no! going to talk about this. No, 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 because it's a free-flowing podcast. We'll, cause it we'll wor- talk about Jurassic it, Park for, for a second. Uh, it works. With Jurassic World, they just like, oh, man, I don't know what. It's a killer it, idea. They tried to sell it as a continuation of the franchise, but it was really just a remake of the first movie. Yeah. Then they kind of, they threw some. Oh look! Here's the old here's the old visitor center. It's rotting away, so you know it's in the future now. Like, but it, but you just remade the 
the first movie, and now with, with Fallen Kingdom, it's like, oh, jeez. You know, and so, yeah. But anyway, that, that, that that's the end of the, my rant about Jurassic Park. Well, hey, Levi, do you, do you agree with Tremors? Do you think that there was, like, uh, and it seems like you do. I probably know the answer, but I'll let you explain more. It's like, do you think there was an organic uh, creation to this? Obviously, it seems like there was, but... Um, and do you think that's what one of the things that kind of really hindered it was this that corporate model from behind those marketing directors came in and just basically ruined it, you know? Uh, that legit happened. So Stampede was writing Tremors 5 for like almost 10 years from 2005 to 2015. I mean, like they like legit that is their timeline they you know rewrote it seven or eight times but over 10 years writing tremors five and then they got kicked out uh right as their actually i always love this right as their right of first refusal clause expired which was allowed them to say yes or no on a production so right as that expired after they've been writing something for 10 15 years 10 years they take it and then they fucking strip it you'd think that like oh hey let's reuse the script i've read that tremors five script they take all of the halfway things and kind of sort of put them together. And you're like, what? This would have been fine. Why did you just cannibalize this and throw its corpse over there? This is messed up. And that's where, if you're asking about the organic thought to things, that's a legit. So Tremors 1, it comes from their background as puppet people and knowing how to make uh, make effects work. And hey, if we have an underground creature, we save a whole bunch of fucking money. So that was their yeah. first thought, and they went. Yeah, that's a great thought. Man. Like I know, right? Yeah. Like they've are they were are, they they think low budget in general. Like the first Tremors movie was made for eleven million. The second one was made for four million. And I love the thought behind that because they knew well we got a second movie. How do we you know one up ourselves in a sense? And they're like we can't do a Queen Graboid because everybody expects that. Oh, it's going to be a bigger a bigger version of it. Oh, you know and. So why not? Hey, and actually Steve has a personal fascination with creatures that swarm. So he's like, Hey, what if they, the big one turned into a bunch of little ones. And so that's where you get that. Again, shriekers are actually my favorite creature. Like grab boys are classic, but shriekers went out for me on, I would not want to see that in a dark alley. Cause I'm fucking dead. And then ass, <laughs> and then ass blasters come in to, cause it was, they were told that it was going to be the final movie. They were like, uh, Universal was like, we're all right, we've made enough money. We're not going to make any more Tremors. This is going to be your last movie. Close it off. And so they were like, all right, we'll close off the cycle. And that was the whole thing, a creature that flies so it can transport the eggs farther. And then they turn into Graboids and start again. So there's a legit level of thought here. And then even when they do the prequel and they go back, oh, they're tiny. And it's just the in-between stage of the egg and the giant one. So then they're just tiny. And I actually love those little guys. Because then in Tremors 5, because again, it's all about switching it up. I'm always personally pissed that Universal didn't go with there was going to be a shit ton of the baby Graboids. Because technically in the timeline, Bert hadn't encountered them yet. His grandfather had. So that we could, they could do this horror surprise on him in that sense. And it was going to make it like the baby ones don't show up on Seismos. So you can't track. Is that what the original script was? That there was a bunch of babies. Yeah, like they were in that, and they were in a hot spot. It was supposed to be Australia, and it was just they had laid a bunch of ass blasters, had laid a bunch of eggs, and there was literally hundreds of thousands of them. And (laughs) what is it? 
this is where I know Steve Wilson is a personal gun fan and knows the responsibility behind guns because there's a scene in the the Tremors Five that didn't get used where Bert finds an M uh, one hundred the the minigun you know the Predator minigun or whatever and he's shooting he literally has to like there's so fucking many of these little ones like just doing this which I love as an image uh, that he's shooting them. But then he runs out of bullets in under a minute. He's he actually there's the the line I'm not getting it right, but it's uh, you know this thing shoots out uh, a thousand rounds uh, per second. So like I've only got like a minute and a half. I've got sixteen thousand rounds. I've only got a minute and a half of being able to shoot this. Like a very a, lo- yeah. a very real world like <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> so I know that like yeah. like Steve loves like I said he loves guns. The reason that the the Tremors 2 has that 50 cal scene. He fucking hates every other 50 cal scene in a movie. And he was like, I I need one to prove the actual power of this thing. Because like I said, he was drafted in the army, so he's seen it. And that's why that street... Boom! <laughs> so yeah, ultimate meme potential. Yeah. That's great, man. No, that's awesome, man. You know, the power, the power of, of, of art, you know? Like, it's really a powerful thing, and... And, you know, like guns, there's a responsibility with that to some extent. You know, when when big companies try to manipulate that for the sake of making money or even for the sake of basically just trying to wash people's thought is really disheartening. You know, uh, you know, inspiring people through art is is one of the great technologies of the world. You know, I, I believe truly of humanity, you know, uh, uh. I I'm a big proponent of that. And that seems like what they really did with that franchise and Jurassic Park too, right? You know, as well. That one's another one. So, is there any other movies? I don't want to. I don't want to really. Uh, I don't want really want to piss all over Universal. <laughs> but I guess since we're talking about it, are there any other franchises that we could think of that were really good until they were maybe uh, picked up by Universal, or are we just like you know? What about, like, Jaws? When did well, that I was start? actually just about to bring up Jaws, man. I can't believe you But, I mean, Jaws was universal from, from the beginning. But you was know, it? So was Trimmers, too. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but uh, you know, Jaws, we can't really say that CGI ruined Jaws, even, even by the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there actually was, was it Jaws? Uh, oh, shit, which was it? The Revenge Jaws has them. They... I think. With, with the terribly cgi shark in the tunnel aquarium scene, Oh, yeah! You know? Yeah. Jaws was just one that they... They should have left it alone after the second one. I'll give Jaws 2 a pass. Yeah. I'll give Jaws 2 a pass. <laughs> it's a great franchise, though. It should have been more. Honestly, sharks are scary as hell. Come on, man. Especially if you have Sharknado. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. For real, dude. Uh, one of the scariest things, honestly, man. Like, so, guys, we're in the ocean. You're in the water. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. so helpless. Just, right? I know Levi yeah. hates the ocean, so that's probably. I mean, one. <laughs> I mean even even uh, even even Bert Gummer out there, man. You know what do you do? You know, okay. you know, graboids are kind of like a shark in the sense that you know they're under the ground, you can't really see. You know, they come up from underneath and they just get you, just like a great white. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm more afraid of graboids because you can't leave the ground. You know, I could stay away from the ocean. Yeah, that's true. But like, that's true. Yeah. Graboids are everywhere. Actually, yeah. We asked my nephew once, like, "Hey, would you like Burt Gummer to be real?" And he was like, "No, just instant no." And we're like, "Well, why?" Well, because then there would be graboids. We're like, 
<laughs> Sensible response. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, so let's talk about Bert Gummer a little bit more. I know that uh, that that was definitely wanted to be one of the themes of this episode. You know, I think uh, we've talked before about how Bert Gummer was kind of created as a sort of a parody of the prepper slash militia movement that was taking place in the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. You know, and, and that's why he's such a, the character of Bert Gummer is such a ready-made uh, liberty meme, you know, <laughs> like I was saying earlier. You know, one of my goals when I started the page was I was like, you know, I'm going to take the Bert Gummer character and I'm going to kind of like do for him, with that character, kind of like what happened with, with Pepe and the alt-right. You know, but I'm going to do it with Bert Gummer and the Liberty Movement, you know. But the difference, though, is that Pepe was ripped completely out of context from a children's book, <laughs> you know, and just used for something completely different, whereas I don't really feel like I've done that too much with, with, with Bert Gummer. That's why I, I love what you like do. I feel like I ripped him out of context. I, like I said, he was just so ready-made. Like, I didn't even have to think about it, you know. I imagine and Michael Gross I would really laugh at like, your memes. Like, I think Michael... I said, I think Michael Gross would even laugh at your memes. Like, there's a lot of points that you make where you're like, okay, that's in character for what you're... You're taking their parody joke to the ultimate extreme. Like, you were doing what they're doing already. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that that was really the the, the ultimate goal, you know, with it was to take their own character and just take it to the extreme. I I think I've even said before... uh, you know, my, my page exists in an alternate universe where Graboids never attacks perfection and Bert Gummer can just focus on on the government, right? Oh, my God. Oh, my Oh, I've never seen uh, you say that. i got to take that into to context now. That Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, what a different man. Wow. Oh, my God. That's wow. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. You know, that's kind of the, uh, the direction that I was trying to go with it. Because, I mean, Burt Gummer, let's just talk about Burt Gummer in the first film, you know. He's this guy. He doesn't know Graboids exist. I, you make a good meme about that, he's yeah. He's got a, he's got a fortress, you know. He's got all these guns. He's got food and supplies for five years or, what, you know, whatever he says in, in that one scene. And uh, it's like, why did you really have all this? You know, you're, you're super paranoid about the government in eminent domain. He talks about eminent domain all the time. So what we're yeah. talking about, and maybe I what mean, they should do is come out with a, they should come out with a, a movie that's like Burt Gummer before Tremor. Yes. Ooh. Yes. An origin film. A Burt Gummer origin film. And what what do you think out? about this? Would this be a good idea? Uh, I'm always into anything. Like, I like to take there, you could sell an empty box named Tremors, and as... Levi does, well, fine, fuck you, I'm going to take that to the extreme, and all ideas are good. There's a way to work it in. I don't know. Like, I don't think you can make a whole movie about it, but that's where I love the TV show idea, because a great 45-minute segment on Burt Gummer before Graboids happened, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good thought. Yeah, yeah. interesting. No, you know, I, I, I think you're right. It, it would be really hard to make a, a full-length a full, uh, movie out of, out I, of that idea, you know. I always you go know, back to that. Take some, 
some stretching of the imagination. <laughs> they should do, they should do uh, like a, a cartoon style, you know? Yeah, Ooh. Oh. Like, like 30 minute cartoons. That would be cool. I, I know that. As long as it was well done there. and really thought out, you know, and not some, not some half assed political thing, overly political thing, that it was. That it was well thought out, you know, right. that, it, you know, the right people were involved, let's say, you know. Yeah. I know that there is someone out there who's making, who makes uh, these Burt Gummer short cartoons. I, I don't really know exactly who it is making those. You might know, Levi. They're on, like, YouTube. Uh, you know, they might have been actually put out on, like, Michael Gross's own oh, channel. Oh, I'm not those, sure. those shorts? The little, the Michael Gross, yes. the Burt Gummer for president? He writes those. So the only reason that five through seven, Tremors five through seven have any semblance of like, you can kind of watch them or actually more so that, uh, I guess the, the canon and the lore and even Burt Gummer himself stays true is Michael gross. Cause he writes shit. Like he's always writing. So all, all of those little shorts you see are all written by him. And he just comes up to them. And he's like, Hey, I kind of want to do this. Let's fucking do it. And that, like, what are you going to do? Say no. <laughs> No, he should be the one. He should be the one that writes the story. I right, like that has at least some hand in that, right? I mean, I mean, at this point, Michael Gross should just—they should just give him the Tremors franchise. Fuck, he is the fuck yeah! Franchise. You know, there, there there is no Tremors franchise without Michael Gross. Period. You know, I mean, it, it really just blows my mind that that, that they that they've killed him off now with number seven, and it's like. Where do you even go with this now? You, you, are they going to do it? Are for they, are, oh, hold on. I, mean, I don't know. Here's a cra- you are the, would be the person who Here's a crazy fucking thing. This, this is where I, I man, this is where I know it's a conspiracy, all right? Or or there's something happening behind the scenes, all right? Cuz oh my fucking god. They weren't going to make a Tremor 7, all right? They made a Tremor 6 and they were kind of as I keep saying that all the time. You know, we're not we're done making them. Uh but then the Tremors 30th anniversary happened. And there was so many people that showed up to it that Universal literally said, oh my God, there's a bunch of like interest for this. Let's make another film. And their response to fans loving Tremors was to kill off the fan favorite in a new movie. Like that's where I, like, oh yeah, we see all of you guys coming out for Tremors. Okay, we're going to kill your hero. Actually, one of the Q&As at the 30th, like, they're asking all the people, the cast and crew, ends, it legit ends, with this girl standing up and crying and saying that Burt Gummer is her hero and, like, taught her how to be a better person. And I always think, like, man, if she ever finds out that, like, her loving Burt Gummer made Universal kill Burt Gummer, like, what in the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a... You know, it'll be one of those things if they keep going by number ten, they'll be begging them to come in for a cameo. Honestly, yeah. well, my th- uh, Michael Gross has said that like, well, technically you don't see a body or whatever, and they fi- they filmed an alternate ending, which is even, and it, they filmed an alternate ending. But what's worse is that when you watch the movie, there's a fucking montage at the end that makes you think that Michael Gross died. Like, I, every time I rewatch it, I have to, like, check my phone. Did he die? Is this an in-memoriam segment? No? Okay. Like, so it's not really leaving shit open-ended. It's a horrible montage to ham-fist it. And so there's maybe a Tremors 8, but that's where the the conspiracy comes in. And we're, 
we're far enough in where I can I can say this free enough. I doubt anybody will listen. So yeah, Stan- go for it. You got the floor. Uh, so Stampede got fucked, yo. I've said this enough. Uh, it's actually kind of illegal what uh, Universal did. Um, and as I, I have been on a Tremors fucking kick, actually, ever since they killed Burt Gummer and I watched the movie, I have been on this kick of like, what the fuck happened here? Because when, when you watch the movie, too, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it's this very, like, campy B-movie. Honestly, I like Tremor 7. Until that ending happens, and you're like, you didn't even telegraph that shit. What the fuck were you thinking? So I would, like, rant on Reddit about it, literally. And I ended up finding all this stuff that I've been telling you where, like, they, they had completely created all of the ideas and Tremors and got it taken away and end up, like, compiling all of this information together. And there's a, a frequently asked questions area on Stampede Entertainment's website, which they still answer today. I always tell everybody that. Go to stampedeentertainment.com and ask them any question you want about Tremors and they'll answer it. And somebody had said something about, oh, hey, did you know there's, like, this copyright law that, like, after 35 years, you can, like, try to get your franchise back? And they were like, oh, no, we didn't, but, you know, we haven't thought about it. But I read that, and I was like, well, shit, like, let me go, like, look this up. I legit looked up, like, copyright lawyer. Like, that's what I did on Google. And I found this guy, Mark Tobaroff, and I was like, you know, shot in the dark. He actually was working with the guys who made Predator. To get the rights back to that. He got the rights back to Friday the 13th to Victor Miller. Uh, and I was like, hey, right, hey, like I'm going to send him all this shit. And like around Burt Gummer Day last year, he got back to me. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'd love to talk to Stampede and try to get this back and get this going again. And, again, secretly, they still are. It's just they can't – nobody can say like anything like officially released yet. But like, cause it's, it's like a two to three year long process. Like you have to put the papers in and then it goes through a whole fucking court system. And, but, and yeah, maybe a couple years time we might get a stampede entertainment tremors. All right. So that could be real interesting, you know? Uh, and they're know, actually working. One thing I've thought about already, so yeah. people, people talk about, you know, Oh, Burt Gummer's not dead. You know, he didn't really die in Tremors 7. They're going to make a Tremors 8, and he's going to come back. What do you think about, like, you know, Michael Gross, he's getting old. You know, we can't ignore that. What, 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 what oh, no, no. I know where you're going with this. Keep going, though. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, uh, like, he's getting old. How many more of these movies, really, practically speaking, you know, could he really do? So, I mean, like, if Tremors, if Stampede was to come back and try and remake Tremors... And you, you can go off with this, you know, wherever you want. But one thing I was curious about, what you would think, who would make, like, a good replacement for Michael Gross if they were to try and revamp the Burt Gummer character? In all honesty, it has to be Kevin Bacon. All right? Uh, uh, yeah. He's no. that age. He's that age right about now. That would be perfect. It, that it, would be a good one. Because it's not a... a Everybody wants it, and B, Kevin wants it himself, too. The real why it needs to happen is almost for Kevin Bacon's personal story. In the terms of everything, like, to have, like, rejected the franchise for so long. Like, I do, I try to give Kevin Bacon some uh, slack 
because when he made when he made the first Tremors, he was having a baby with Kira Sedgwick for Kira Sedgwick for the first time. And actually, in the scene where uh, Walter gets eaten, the Asian uh, Asian guy gets eaten, is the scene where they called him on set and was like, "Hey, your wife's having a baby." So he literally like ran out and came back a couple days later. So Kevin Bacon has some issues with Tremors that he needs to work out. He wanted to do the second one, but he didn't want to do sequels. Uh, and he's actually, I just did, and I would, if you like anything that I've been saying today, the only episode of my podcast I recommend is the last one I did, where I do Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward and Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre, all from the Lost Tremors 2 Lost Monster script. And I really think Kevin Bacon, that character of Val, needs to come back to just... To legitimize the franchise. I think if you brought anybody else, I think if you were, because there's Jamie Kennedy and people are like, well, yeah, you bring him back because he's Bert's son. And it's like, okay. So, I mean, I again, no hate because he's an actor to Jamie Kennedy. I actually agree with some things that he feels, but like, he's not, please don't make Jamie Kennedy the lead of the Tremors franchise. Well, I think Kevin Bacon is actually a great suggestion, man. I think that would be a really good you know, uh, keep the lore going. Uh, like if they if they wanted to re, re you know rehash again, yeah, I think I think having it in the right people's hands, you know, uh, is always very important. Though, um, really, you know, there's something I actually wanted to talk about before we get get you know, you know want to wrap this up. I really wanted to touch on this a little bit uh, because I feel like that uh, it's an interesting subject, and uh, maybe we could tie it into Trimmer somehow. I'm sure oh. we could. Oh yeah, We're creative <laughs> enough. But I think it's something that does touch everybody, and that is. Um, you know, I battle with this myself, just in full honesty, is like that, you know, I, I see the good in social media and like YouTube and videos and this mass connection that we have to the world, you know, to each other through through forms of media. Uh, and I also see the, the extreme downfalls and the dark sides of it as well. You know, I think both are, are, are there to see, but... Uh, I, I really wanted to emphasize or, or, or have y'all just speak on some of the good things that you think uh, come from connecting like we do today and like some of the things maybe we could focus on moving forward more uh, and uh, like just anyone who's interested to kind of focus on channels that were more positive. Uh, what would y'all say some of those things are like as far as social media and things are concerned? Uh, well, I mean, you know, when it comes to social media, I think one big problem with it can be echo chambers, you know, which uh, everybody can fall for, you know, at some point in time, uh, can fall for an echo chamber. I mean, some people could even say that my page, you know, it, it is an echo chamber. What is that? Your Bird Gummer? Like page? my Bird Gummer page. Yeah. Well, but you in know, some I mean, ways, but think about it. If you go to the comments section of my Bird Gummer page, it's gonna be, you know. I'll admit that. I can admit that. You know, I'm just, I'm just a guy who makes memes. You you're, know, I mean, the comments and, are. And I wouldn't I can, say your memes are an echo chamber, but the comments can get like that. But your memes aren't. That's what would be my one. Exactly. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah. It brought us to here. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, this conversation. Sure. Yeah. Yep. No. But, I mean, I, you know, I don't even, I don't even know. I, honestly, I don't think there is a way you can really fix social media. I think it's kind of a jack that's out of the box, and there's just, I mean. I don't see how well, you could. Well, what is this about just the ability to connect with each other through form? Oh, well, that's an amazing ability. That's I don't think that's social media. Amazing ability that brings us together. And it also allows us to 
to spread our message, you know, I mean, memes, memes are a great example. I kind of see, I, I reference, you know, like the meme wars a lot. <laughs> the meme wars of today, if you, if you know history and you know about like uh, the decade before the American Revolution and the, uh, the sort of pamphlet wars that were going on, this is a real thing. You know, this happens. Yeah. Thomas Paine, Thomas Paine, he won the pamphlet wars, right? <laughs> I mean, he, he was he was the 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 shit poster of his time. He said that anyone who didn't support the revolution would could go off and be a cuckold to the king. Anyone who knows what that means <laughs> knows that that was a shit poster move for the 1700s. Okay, yeah. like no doubt about it. And <laughs> the meme wars are sort of the same way. I mean. Anyone who says that they don't have an influence over modern politics and stuff like that is really kind of fooling themselves. You know, it's not it's not a myth that like you you know Donald Trump got memed into office. That is not a myth. That is a fact. Oh. You know, and I think that that is also one of the reasons that they have cracked down so hard since 2016 on social media is because they realize that oh crap this unregulated <laughs> You know, propaganda giant, which is pretty much all social media is, you know, can be used in any which way. You know, it's it's kind of like a free market kind of thing. Where, you know, who's getting more likes? Who's getting more shares? That kind yeah. of thing, you know. Or who's and and that aspect of social media, I just don't think is going to go anywhere. You know, I don't see it going away. Yeah. Nor should it. Honestly, that's I. I sent the message to you about why social media is good, and I wanted to flip that where it's the internet is good because it, it's that connectivity thing that you guys are talking. Actually, you talk about it. In, uh, actually, Boone, you especially, where it's talking about the best way to solve any problem is to actually connect with a person, or uh, get down, sit down, and talk, and like actually figure it out. Uh, and I think that's. That's what makes again. It's not social media. I would swear to say it's it's just the plain internet. I I I grew up in that era of forum boards. I always love a good forum board, and that's not social media to me. That's a a, yeah. a congregation of information. Honestly, right. and that's what we actually. That's what we the people in the Tremor Saga we try to do with what again that. Fuck you! Oh, it's it's an empty box named Tremors. Well, then I'm gonna we're gonna sell everything. Everything. Uh, this is all really good information. Here's where it's at, so you can use it because it's been kept behind bars and shit by people. Well, there's a bunch of scripts that aren't supposed to technically be shared, but it's like who like fucking are you gonna release the the pilot? Fuck you! Then we're gonna fucking put that out there. Oh, you're not gonna release the real Tremors? Well, then we'll just. Actually, put it out. Actually, the reason that the there's an article on the Tremors Five Gummer Down Under, and the reason the script got put out there, was me on my my Twitter account. Just like this was like last year, like talking about Tremors so much that somebody else found me and was like, "Hey, I'm in Australia, and I'd love to like talk to Stampede." And I legit just directed them, like I just said, to, to go to their Stampede Entertainment, frequently asked questions. Ask them a question and they'll email you back. No jit, no sh no joke. You guys should do it because like Steve will often like email back. Like you'll get a legit message from Steve Wilson. That's where I said Levi. I've like met, I've I've shown him all your shit and he loves it. That's what, like so. There's that like this right here. We're connecting. Oh my! The fact that I'm like talking to Steve Wilson. Holy shit! There's another one. We're like, yeah. Like I get. That I, is crazy. 
my as I say that too, and I even I've written him in that where it's like, hey man, it takes me like a a week or two to respond to you because I get all combobulated because holy shit, you're Steve fucking Wilson. Like you made my favorite movies. <laughs> and again, you that, know, it can definitely it can definitely seeming like if you're a, a an artist or somebody who has created anything, any even even a a business, you know, you can really connect with. Uh, the people whom really support your stuff and pay for it and support it, and you can kind of know what they're thinking, you know, and, and get feedback from people. Whether or not you, however you use that, is up to you for sure as the creator. But I think that's I think that's helpful. I think before with you know music or movies and art, you know, there was always a uh, once it got to this point and a, a huge company got involved, they, there was no way fans had any say so as to what type of a direction it took or had any influence in it you know and maybe maybe they shouldn't have too much influence for the creator but i mean at least for them to get feedback from people who also love the idea and what's been created you know again back to that money thing instead of how much money can we make off of an idea you know how can we ring it out it's like you know no let's keep this cool you know for a loyal fans you know to, to, to keep the, to make this idea what it should be, even if it's, you know, even if there's only five movies, if that's where it ends, whatever, you know, but, but to give it the credit and then let it move on, you know, let another idea be born. You know, I think also dragging out things, do y'all agree that how far can you drag things out before you kind of have to, the Simpsons are like, hold my drink for a second, dude. No, I... Oh, no, no. I love oh, a good. You yeah. gotta end it. You gotta know when to when to walk. Actually, that's always a from a storytelling perspective and trying to give people something that matters. You gotta know what your ending is. Like it's a huge, it's a huge part of it. Like, and it will live on. It will live on for generations to come. That yeah. way, I feel like if you know when to, you know, when to do that. Yeah. But uh, actually, in a minute, we're gonna shut off our end in a minute. But I just wanted to give y'all any closing statements or anything else you wanted to cover on our. Before oh, we do, we actually, have some time. I just wanted to it, yeah. just approach y'all with that, so you have some time. It's a continue. No, you know, this is a uh, this is a crossover episode between the Independent Thinking Texans and Talking Trevors. So, Levi, is there anything else on your end that you wanted to cover? Uh, you know, and uh, we can keep the conversation going. You know, and even if we uh, even if we ended our, on our end, we can keep the conversation going on your end. Yeah, so I was going to say. It's, it's, we are a free-flowing podcast here. No, no, I was going to say, I don't ever stop recording until the, the thingy turns off. But, uh, All right. Actually, it was going to be, there's a great idea of ending there, where uh, I have personally mapped out, like, Tremors is an amazing idea. I'm always so pissed that it's been short-shifted, because the movie Tremors 4 proves that you could go anywhere with the idea. And it would honestly, like, legit work out. Because uh, they go back in time. Like, that's always the... So then you just go different tremors in Rome. One of my favorites, by the way. And in fact, I think it's my second favorite other than the first one. No, it's my personal favorite. I always... It is my... I will defend the fuck out of Tremors 4. Because it's... It knows the first three movies happened. And it fucking... It fucks with you in great ways. While also doing something new. And great jokes on itself. And then... The Hiram character and that legit transformation is always like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. But I think I'm. Oh, you see, 
Go ahead. At the end, it just set it up so perfectly. <laughs> 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 but I'm always like, just really mad, I guess. And when when the discussion stops, and I could tell, like from Stampede's side, and that's where conspiratorially, like I always get really mad about this, where it's like they just kicked out people who were like working on an idea for a long ass time. And who they have their own ideas. Again, all a lot of my ideas that I go from is like, oh yeah, no, they've already thought of this, so we just keep it going. And like, what they deserve an ending. Like that is my biggest. Like, they they deserve a legit. Hey, here's a nice big budget for Tremors. Just fucking do it, man. Whether that's a movie or a TV show, either. Just like, please end it properly, and then we don't like. You've seen this, Levi. Like, there can just be some dumb people when it comes to fans. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, can we make that last movie to teach everybody that what we had made before was crap? And like, hey, no, what we all really want here is some legit art and entertainment. Like, not it's not not about turning your brain off because that's kind of what makes Tremors fun is you just get to have just get to have fun with it. But like, somebody making a movie that cares. I guess that's my like rant. Of, about all of it. Where yeah, I, I really love that ending, and I, and I think and I, well, I love what you said right there. I, I think that's actually a very fair point for people who love it. Is like, it, it, good things really do deserve that. Good, pe- yeah. great pieces of work like that deserve that. And to watch it just go into the abyss of the unknown. What is it going to go to number eleven and be some shell of itself? Is it already, you know, it, yeah. that would be a shame. You know, a proper ending would be in, in, uh, seems a mandatory thing for something like that should be really. I mean, it's so much of the story. It's just as important as the body and the introduction to the story, you know, but I'm going to ask one more thing and then I'm going to shut off my end. We're going to end it right on this. Uh, besides tremors, Levi on the phone, Levi, is there, what do you think is one of the, I don't want to say the best because I know that's a big question. Okay. But off the top of your head. One of or a couple of your favorite movies other than Tremors. Okay, so, uh, Jesus Christ. I have to give a plug. Everybody should watch everything, everywhere, all at once. That movie's amazing. That's all I gotta say on that one. But on a real note, I have to give, we've been talking, and we've been talking about these shitty, shittiness of Universal, Jurassic Park, and what they're doing with Tremors. I think that the Fast and Furious franchise is exactly the model that Tremors needs to follow. And they, it's some of my favorite movies. Because they... Man, they know how to ramp. I, I, that's funny because it's a car or whatever. But they... Damn, man. Those movies just fucking... Everyone... Like, they know that they're topping themselves. They know what they did in the movie before, and they're like, now nah, we're fuck a bunch of that. We're doing even more. They snort a line of cocaine or something, and they just, like, go off. It's what you could tell Don Michael Paul was trying to do with the, the new Tremors movies, but, like, he just did too much cocaine instead. There wasn't any thought behind it. He was just, oh, there's a filter. Oh, we're in, we're in South Africa. Everything's blue. Let's put a fucking filter on it, man. Yeah, Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> but I I will go to bat for the Fast and Furious franchise. Like I'm always like, and that's I'm actually really sad that Justin Lin just decided to leave because he's what I thought was really like from the third movie on was was what 
was making that trajectory really awesome. So, keep going up, yeah. So yeah. That, I'm well, I'm that wary about the newest one. I, I was really into that franchise for a while, and it's not be, I didn't turn it off because I was disinterested. I just you know I really don't watch movies like I used to watch it when that franchise was really getting getting started. But I've always enjoyed those movies. I thought they were good. Yeah. And Levi, what do you, do you have one off the top of your head that you haven't mentioned before that you think uh, favorite movies? Do you know what I mean? I've got so many movies. <laughs> I mean, and you watch a lot of them too, you know. So I mean, it's really hard for me to for me to pin down, you know. My, you know, I, I definitely have my favorite like franchises. Uh, but if I had to do one other than you know like Trimmers or Jurassic Park, I guess I would have to go with like a with a histor- I'm gonna have to say a historical one here, man. You know, and I'm gonna say like. Like, if I'm just at home and I want to pop in a movie to kill time, let's say kill six hours, Lonesome Dove. Yeah, I, I am a freaking sucker for, I could watch Lonesome Dove on repeat every day. <laughs> the book was written by Larry McMurtry, um, who, yeah. is, who is, his son is a musician, James McMurtry, and even his grandson as well, you know. Yeah. Both Texas musicians, they travel all around, but. Uh, great one, yeah, that's a good one. No, what just, about uh, what about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, oh that's a great one, man. Soundtrack to Oh, oh, I have the soundtrack on CD. Oh, I mean, see T Bone Burnett. T Bone Burnett did the soundtrack to that, and he also did the soundtrack. He did the soundtrack to a lot of movies, but he did the soundtrack. He put together the soundtrack to a movie called Crazy Heart. Oh, Bridges. oh, I love and that movie. Got Ryan. Yeah, have you seen that one? Yeah, I actually have. That's a goodie. Yeah, it's a good one. You know, and I, I'm into the music, like the the ones with the good good music of all sorts. I always like that stuff. But I see a lot on your wall here. I can name. But I'm going to turn my end well, on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, wait, 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 one more thing, though. One more thing before we kill this, because yeah. I have to mention this because this is on our ends. This is the independent thinking Texans. And I just have to mention that, Levi, you live right now in uh, Illinois, correct? No, Iowa. It's Maquoketa, Iowa. Iowa, Iowa. That's right, Iowa. But you are a native Texan, as I understand it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. First five years. A truly authentic episode yeah. of three independent thinking Texans. Ah. So, uh, where, where were you from in Texas? Like, what, what region? Fort Worth. Fort Worth, oh man, I lived in Fort Worth for a while, dude. Love, love that. Love, love Fort Worth, really. Da- born in Dallas too. I oh. was. Uh, that's great, man. And uh, y'all getting storms up in Iowa? Uh, we were actually supposed to get a derecho yesterday, but that didn't happen. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was kind of. I know, right? We had sh- a bad drought down here, man. Real bad drought down here. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, thanks for yeah. doing. Yeah, thanks for doing this. We're gonna end it on our end, but uh, we can keep. Chatting, but yeah, we're gonna oh, yeah. around on your end. Yeah, thank you oh. very much. <laughs> oh no, actually, there's <laughs> we we didn't even get into the real hardcore yeah, so, gummer stuff. <laughs> so Levi, man, one thing that you have brought up on your on your uh, show, that, and I made a meme about this because you are so right about it, man. The uh, the gummer gun wall, you know, oh. is so just. Uh, you know, iconic. You should say I could say to the uh, to the Trimmers franchise. You know, and when it comes to the Gummer character, that's just all people seem to focus on. And like with the fourth movie, the fourth movie really uh, emphasizes the importance of 
always be prepared. No, I I love Black Hand Kelly in that. His it's the legit line. You can tell the one that sinks in forever. Always be prepared. Like, and it's just like, fuck yes, man. Yeah. It's the family. The family aspect of the franchise is everybody working together. Like, the guns are cool, but bomb-making is right, better. Right, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say this as, as, as a gun owner myself, you know, I mean, your guns are... You can have a wall of guns, you know, but you can only shoot one of them at a time. <laughs> if you're good enough, I don't know. But if you don't have... It, I, I know that there are a lot of preppers out there who just live on, you know, some big, huge piece of property and they've got a basement full of guns and maybe they have just... Maybe, let's say, they have embodied the Burt Gummer lifestyle, right? And they, like, beyond the guns, they've got the gas, the food, the water filtration. I've seen comments in your in, in the meme stash when you posted that one about the backup generator. There were actually people being like, yeah, no, I got a backup generator. I got this. I got that. I got that. I was like, okay, good to hear. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they're... There's a lot of people out there who are prepared. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Even for those people who commented on that who are prepared, I hope they still have friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hope they still have a sense of commu- like a community <laughs> around them. That's one thing I really appreciate about, like, where I live is that, you know, we, we live out here in rural Texas, you know, and everybody's got guns around here. You know, guns are they're almost a non-factor. You know, oh, you've got a wall of guns, so do I. You know, I mean, what's, what's the big deal, right? You know, but if you don't have that sense of community, I don't think you're really prepared. You know, and I really think that that is what the Trimmers franchise, they just hammer that home so much because, and, and I'll totally agree with you here, Bert Gummer, just like any other, you know, big kind of off-the-wall gun-toting prepper out there, you can have all the firepower you want, you know, but at the end of the day, if you're going to, you're just going to kind of end up bumbling around with it if you don't have a cohesive plan with your with your community around you, you know, and, and you're just going to screw things up like Bergover did in number two when he I, shot the truck. I was just going to say that. I mean. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was, I was that close to saying that's the, always the biggest one. Because here's my with Bert on that. Hey, why didn't you ask that lady next to you that said that the truck was back there where the truck was parked? Yeah. You know. That's true. That's just true. ask. And he broke, you know, one of the biggest rules of gun safety. No one's beyond your target. Number four. Yeah. Number four. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. I mean, you know, Bert Gummer. I, I wanted to bring this up on our show, but I bet I'll, I'll bring it up on yours. A lot of people, like you were saying, that Steve Wilson created his character because he had been around a lot of like military guys and stuff, you know. Uh, Bert Gummer, I don't know if you've ever seen like the deleted scenes to Tremors 5. Oh, no. You see those? No, I, I've been looking for those everywhere. I need to get those. Oh, I don't have man, a Blu-ray I, player, I, I, so that's why. I have Tremors 5 on on uh, DVD, and it actually has the, the deleted scenes on there on the menu. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, it's on on the, on the just the standalone DVD. Uh, I think it's in my son's room right now. It's not out here. But, uh, but anyway, there's a deleted scene on there 
where Jamie Kennedy comes walking out. He's going to go, I think it's right before he goes to that tribal ball thing, right? The dance oh, around yeah, the fire. Yeah. Uh, and he comes walking out of that place where they're staying, and Bert Gummer is like, just starts barking a bunch of like, you know, military jargon at him. And this is really a scene that I wish they had put in because it really, I, if you ask me, it's an important detail of Bert Gummer. And it's, a, it's an important answer, I think, that a lot of people, you know, have, have asked about Bert Gummer is, did he serve in the military? You know, in Trimmer's canon, did Bert Gummer serve in the military? And according to the deleted scenes on, on Trimmer's 5, the answer is no, he did not. And there's actually a scene where Jamie Kennedy comes walking out, Bert starts barking a bunch of these military jargon and orders at him, and Jamie Kennedy is like, dude cool it you know like and like actually kind of tears into him for having you know like you didn't even serve you know but you walk around kind of talking and acting almost as if you did you know i think that that's a uh i don't even know where i was exactly going with this i know it was a deleted scene that i wanted to bring up on on the show tonight but like oh no i was gonna say it's about like is bert a military guy. I think, like, it's a very important, like, a really important line to draw on it. And I think Steve would even say that, too, in that sense. Like, how in the military was he? And I've honestly never seen anybody else ask him this. Steve, I, I'll have to ask this one on the fact myself. Because I, 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 man, would Bert be in the military? Because he's so against that idea. Or is he so against that idea because he was already in the military and he knows all of that. And then hence, that's why his training is there. But then there's another level of like, well, maybe he didn't do it, didn't join the military out of just straight, like not believing in it, which also adds another layer to it. That's a really good one. Oh, man. No, I've always, sorry, I download the fifth, sixth, and seventh movie illegally. Uh, so I haven't, I don't have the DVDs of them. But now I, I feel like I need to actually buy that one just for that. That's. I don't know. I, I think it's a, it's an important. Uh, what do you, what do you think? Do you think he was in the military? I would like to think, me personally, as as the Bert Gummer mean guy, I would like to think that he didn't join out of out of a sense of principle, right? Yeah. You know, because because uh, I, I really I really don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, uh, because that's really a. Uh, the, he's a he's a militiaman, you know. Yeah, he's, he's that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really fine to, line, a really fine line right there. But I think it makes it more right. interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, <coughs> excuse me. He, uh, this is an important sense of like, you don't have to have necessarily joined the military because a lot of people, I think are sort of of the Bert Gummer mindset, right? You know, like they want to be armed and be prepared and be trained and all this, but maybe they also don't want to go carry a rifle in someone else's country. You know, I, Guilt, I, I think there's, guilty a, I as think there's charged. a big aspect about that, you know, and I really like, I, I really would like to see what like Steve Wilson have, would have to say yeah. about that. You know, it's like, why didn't the Bert Gummer character join the military? And I hope it would be out of that principled uh principled reason you know but uh, I, like i said i don't even know where i was where i was really planning on going with that little jargon but but there it is uh, it's about 
because I was halfway on the the gun nuts and what is why are we conspiratorially thinking as a Burt Gummer character? And he said, "Man, sorry, you put something into my brain now that is also giving me a hard time because it's Burt Gummer being a militia man and being a straight up no, I'm not going to join the military. I don't believe in that." All of my skills came from me as a person. Oh, that's where you were going. Because we were talking about that's what makes Tremor so awesome is the sense of community. And that's and right. and so then why Burt Gummer embodies that is this is what if you would listen to my Graboids Don't Kill People episode, Guns Do, uh, my whole thing is you're not you don't solve any discussion by shooting somebody. That should always be like somebody should be shooting at you for you to shoot at them and then you should try to get away and hopefully yell at them from a distance i don't want to kill you why the fuck are you trying to kill me like there should always be that level of talk and that's the, the tremors the series actually does the best version of it where bert is completely prepared he's got his guns he knows what he's doing but he needs every single fucking person in that town to truly succeed you right. have like that's no, a absolutely. That's that's where the military doesn't work because the idea is I'm on that I'm on this we're on this side you have to go go kill them over there so you're never going to get that oh well we should all be that guy over there is a you know I don't like him and he's a different color or religion or anything else than me but you know what we're also in the same town like we'll work together you know actually now that I'm thinking about this like as much as Walter kept scamming you know, Val and Earl in the first movie, when he dies, there's still, like, he's, uh, Val is still, son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! So it's like, like, just because someone messes with you or you don't like them is not a reason to shoot them. Actually, my favorite scene, no jokes, actually, this is my favorite scene in the first Tremors movie and in the second Tremors movie. And this is, this weirdly enough, even as a kid, this has been a lifelong, like, every time I watch it, that scene stands out to me as what we as people should be doing. The first one, when they're stranded on the rock and they legit start fucking yelling at each other and they're just, uh, don't push me, Bert, don't goddamn push me. The grapplers don't kill him, I will. And, you know, then weirdly enough, the wives take them aside. <laughs> come on, honey, come on. Uh, don't worry about it, Val. <laughs> but, and then they still end up working together. Then there's the, oh yeah, hey, we're going to, I hate you. I fucking hate you right now. All right, we'll walk away. Next scene. How do we figure out? Oh, you you sit. I always love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out there with the fuse lit. Let him take him down. Take me down. Boom. And then Earl. Hey, that's not a good idea. And you hear Val laugh like, <laughs> No, no, no. It gives me a good idea. So there's that sense of family. I we all have family like that. And then Tremors Two does the same thing again, where they're all stuck on it. And then Bert starts doing the, you know, as I lie here, I can't help but comment. And then Earl's, you know, nobody asked you to come. And just everybody's sniping each other back and forth. And then finally Kate just, Ben, please. Can everybody just shut the fuck up? Because, like, by the rules of everything, they're going to come looking for us. So, like, us arguing doesn't really solve anything. And it's really annoying. Moving on. And so, like, that's my, I, when I think of Tremors, it's people that argue, 
coming together because there's a greater threat, a greater problem, and that's what we all work together. And that's why that Burt Gummer thing, it's not about the military, it's a militia. Why, why do we Why do we even need a militia in the first place? And please feel free to segue that into whatever you guys want to on that. Like, if, if people as a country are so afraid that they feel the need to pick up arms and do that, you have to ask yourself why. And what are you doing on the other side? To make them want to put down their guns and like not do, like not do that like hey, we're all cool here, like we're not like I always hate that we're gonna take your guns oh please it's crazy don't take anybody's fucking guns Jesus fucking do you know how dumb and there's no need for it we just need to make people smarter about guns that's like taking the guns away takes away the education so it's how do we make our family of the world and it's not just America that is everybody. How do we fight the underground graboid that is our crumbling society? And go. <laughs> well, I would say that the answer to that is to, and I'm going to be real cliche here, embody the Burt Gummer character. Okay? Because when it comes to, you know, you ask the question, why do we need militias in this country? You know, and that, that, that's a real, that's a common question that, that gets asked. You know, hey, we have we have the active duty military, we have the National Guard, and we have the local police. Why do we need these, you know, groups of armed militia, you know, civilians, armed civilians? I don't even like to use the word militia too much. Armed civilians, you know, is what they are. Why do you know, they... I think that there are, that, that there's many examples of, of why, like, I know that lots of people think this is just an antiquity, you know, old idea of, you know, calling out the militia. Uh, and I'm sure you listened to that to that last uh, that last episode that we did. The uh, I believe it was titled "Conversation with a Marine." Oh no! Uh, oh. They took well, all your. I couldn't listen to like the twenty newest ones. You've been zucked again. Oh man! No, he's saying our stuff. So, yeah, that's right. We have been doing a problem with Spotify. For anyone listening uh, who wants to listen to any of our episodes of the Independent Thinking Texans. Apple Podcasts have, have has all of them. I'm pretty sure that's actually the only app that no, has it was. It was the only one. Single one of our episodes. Uh, but anyway, in the conversation with a Marine episode, we talked a lot about uh, what happened at uh, Uvalde, Texas, a couple of weeks ago. Ooh. And uh, of course, you know that was just a just a tragedy, you know. But the police response to that tragedy. Just it, it just infuriated me, and I know it infuriated it infuriated so many people, man. It should. You know when, it when fucking I saw should. those videos, when I saw that video of the police apprehending and detaining the parents who were trying to get in there to rescue their own kids, that just that almost made me more angry than than uh, than when I heard about the initial news of the event. Not not because I think what the officers did was more heinous than what the shooter did, because absolutely not. That person was just the embodiment of evil, you know, and needed to be destroyed one way or another. But, man, it's like that response is reason enough why we need armed civilians and an armed militia in this country, man. That shooter, it's now come out, he was in there, and Boone, you might be interested to know this, because since we did our episode, the facts have actually changed. He oh. was now in there for 75 minutes. Oh. 
75 minutes he was in that school. I will say there was actually a, uh, y'all can look this up, there's a story about a, a suburb of Dallas. Um, the name escapes me right now, but it's a suburb of Dallas. You can just look it up. It's a very large school, um, and uh, there was a guy who broke, who came into a summer camp and was armed, and then one of the staff members of the camp, so the staff members of the school, exchanged gunfire with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in with intent to shoot. He had a handgun, and then went and uh, actually shot through a classroom and a gymnasium where students were until the police arrived, uh, and, you know, they, you know, unfortunately had to kill the guy because there was no other way that he was going to go out, you know, but, but being killed, you know, right. whether he did it himself. But, um, yeah, I mean, this happened. Nobody was killed. Um, and uh, one of the, the first staff was armed. Uh, luckily, nobody was killed. The other big significant part of that, though, is that he actually went to open up the classroom door that he shot into. It was locked. He couldn't get into it. So he kept having, I guess, gunfire with the with the staff. And then right. so, you know, this story, you know, why, you know, I think I think the entire perspective has to get told. You know, these things are not so cut and dry. Everything's different. Every situation's different. And the main goal is to get as many, as, as many people to safety as you can. Like, that's the yeah. main goal, you know, right. uh, really, at the end of the day. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the people who have the most interest in that is people's loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want them to be helped. You don't want everyone to be helpless. Right. I mean, or or do you? You know, I, I don't. I don't think I want everybody to be helpless and. Yeah. Not able to help their families if they really need to, man. That's you know, I think that's uh Well, you know, in small communities like the one we live in and like uh perfection, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a small small community. I'm pretty sure there's not a police department in Perfection, Nevada. Okay. Uh there's also likewise not a police department here in this town where I live. The the nearest police department is like what? What do you think? Twenty minutes away? Yeah. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I mean, you know, 15, sure. And this is where I believe that that, that armed civilians, you know, are, are it, it, especially in these like rural areas. You know, if you live in a city and you want to leave your safety up to a local police department, okay, power to you. You know, can't control people's lives, can't make you go buy a gun. But uh, you know, uh, but people in small communities and all communities, neighborhoods, blocks, whatever you want to say. They need to be able, they need to get together, they need to have a plan, they need to be able to defend their communities quickly and efficiently. Because what we saw, like in Uvalde, is what happens when you leave the security of your community up to, quite frankly, a bureaucracy. Because that's what local police departments are, you know? Well, I'll tell you, it's, not just, it's, not, it's not just security through guns, it's also... Food and community. Everyone should start a garden. That's always my start your own gardens for local for disasters. You know, I don't care what natural disaster would have hit Perfection, Nevada. Bert Gummer would have been there like the National Guard. Okay, and that that right there is the example of the militia in this country. That's what it's supposed to be: individuals who are prepared, who are armed, who are ready to defend their communities, and. At the end of the day, I just think, you know, that's why I started the Burgover meme page. You know, that's why I think that, uh, like I said, you know, you want to, we want to make a safer gun environment in this country. We need a lot more Burgovers. You know, we need a lot more people who are interested in firearm safety, 
in firearm, uh, you know, responsibility, in preparing, not just for a shootout with the feds, but for all sorts of things. Have a garden. Okay. Everyone needs a garden. That's always my... Yes. Have a garden. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And, uh... And, yeah, other than that, you know, I mean... We gotta be prepared. I don't really know what else to say about that. No, you, know, oh, you, you gotta be prepared. To firearm safety in this country, we're never gonna get anywhere as long as people aren't taught to respect firearms. You know? And, uh... And they're not gonna do that through the media. You know, movies certainly don't teach us to respect firearms. Yeah, and the responsibility, yeah. Trummers the responsibility, does. <laughs> like you said earlier, Levi, uh, the responsibility is just, it, it, it comes with them. It's inherent with them when yeah. you pick them up to understand that. You have to understand that. It, it's a it's a must, man. It's 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 really life and death. Yeah. It know, is. Something like that. It really is. You, it's so important. Education. So. <laughs> well, uh... Oh, go. I, that's where I, was, man, I don't know about you, but it, it's getting pretty hot in this. Uh, no, no, no. In this room that we're in with no AC, man, is, is there anything else that you wanted to cover? On, on oh tonight? no. Okay, so there is. There's a legit. So what in the fuck is with this like, uh, Glenn Maddock banning shit? I got That's an actual thing I can actually talk to you about because I'm personally pissed about it because I've been banned like and I can't get back. And I'm like, <sighs> well, it's, it's no yeah, discussion. You know, I don't know. I received a lot of messages from my from you from the uh, from the Trimmer Saga people and from uh, one other person who is an admin on some other Trimmers group. I, I'd have to get onto my messages to see what their name was, but uh, and they were telling me that all, all of my memes are being removed from the official Trimmers franchise group, and and someone told me that I had been removed from there, but I'm still. I am still currently on the official Trimmers franchise group. Mm. I can still post there. I can still share my memes there. Mm. Sometimes they'll yeah. get, uh, you know, deleted by Glenn Maddock. You know, I I don't know what uh, I don't know what his problem with my page is. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I I, I can take a few guesses. You know, <laughs> there's but, no uh, reason, man. There's no reason. Actually, this is one I had to legit tell you because uh, I think it was that meme. We're, and this is where it was a good segue because of the Uvalde and the cops thing. You had that Burt Gummer meme that was, uh, I know things are scary right now and everything seems crazy, but the police have no legal right to protect you. <laughs> and the Tremor Saga shared it. Like, they just shared it on Twitter. I follow them on Twitter, too, so that's how I know. And then, like, Glenn Maddock just came in and was like, you need to take that down. I don't like that personally. And they were like, uh... Okay, we were just share. We were just. They actually linked to your page, and like we're just sharing what like other tremors made, and then Glenn just went on a whole tear about it being like not related to tremors at all, and it was more. Yeah, than, I saw that thread. Like, and what was funny to me, if you go to that tremors Twitter account, that thing is fucking insane, because there are people talking on Twitter all the time about tremors, and it's okay. I have to say, it's not. It's not about the movie either. There's. Way too much graboid porn out there. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, way too much. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to say way too much because that's kink shaming. There's a lot of graboid porn out there. And uh, my problem is it's not anatomically correct because graboids are asexual hermaphrodites. So why would they have penises and boobs? It's just like, hey, come on. Get, get creative. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the sad reality is that 
reality is that there is not a single bit of intellectual property out there that has not been turned oh, into Oh, no. Porn. It's Rule 34 for a reason. <laughs> and a lot of it's great, I have to admit. But the point was more that, like, they re- the Tremor Saga, they have an agenda of they just retweet literally pretty much everything Tremors. Like, if someone says, like, I have a feeling or a thought about Tremors, they retweet it. So there's a bunch of – most of the stuff from the Facebook – uh, the Tremor Saga Facebook comes from Twitter. Like, it's just thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And Glenn has never said anything about that. And then just, like, come up, like, <laughs> you'd think that he would have a bigger problem with, like, the Graboid porn. But then, and then this was the interesting thing, like, that meme. I was on Michael Gross's page, and he actually shared something else like that. <laughs> like, Michael oh, Gross, really? like, he, uh, it's, um, shit. Uh, it's, uh, a parent talking to a little black kid, like, hey, don't be sassing the cops. And then the next one is another parent talking to a white girl. Now, here's your bulletproof backpack when you go to school. And I was like, I just saw this the other day after I'd, I'd been banned or whatever. And Glenn hasn't actually personally talked to me. That's always where, like, he's only been talking to the Tremor Saga people. I have just been banned out of nowhere. And we used to, like, talk all the time. So it's like, what the fuck? But I saw this meme that Michael Gross shared. And I was like, that's the, what? That's the same fucking thing, it, except Burt Gummer actually said it. <laughs> like, so, like, why would anybody try to take anything out? Like, that's like, what the fuck? If Michael Gross could like have a meme, he would agree with that meme. I, that's what I mean. Like, I feel I don't know if it's all of it, but there's about seventy five percent of your memes that I know Michael Gross would agree with. So then it's like, what the hell is going on here? Glenn, I had a whole interview with him. He was great and awesome. That's where I'm just like. What like who hates a meme? That's honestly and more, more the br- the bigger thing I wanted to b- bring up because you have personally been like your Facebook page got sucked. Just like who kills conversation besides bad people? Yeah, no, that's for real. You know, I mean, well, you know, and just keep this in mind. You know, if uh, if our message wasn't working, they wouldn't feel the need to delete it. Right? Oh, I know, right. I mean, that's that's really uh, <laughs> when it comes to uh, you know the Trimmers franchise page and Glenn. You know, I guess Glenn, is is Glenn Maddock, Is he like the person who who actually runs that page? See, I, I've been trying to figure this out too because Caitlin's been asking me because she's banned. Like she's never interacted with him at all, and she's banned too. And she's really confused. Like, I think no, I think Universal started it, and then just because you know it's Glenn Maddock, who's it, sorry Boone if you don't know is. Brent Maddox, brother, the other guy who created Tremors, and I think that's just legit it. And that's right. I've actually other people have reached out to me too, like, oh hey, like, what the hell's going on? Like, Glenn seems like he's kind of like going off on a tear, and you're like, I, I'm, I don't know, man. Honestly, this is what I go back to. Like, I've been messaging Steve like the last couple of weeks, and like, there's nothing. So it's just actually this is where I always like freak out. Steve was asking me to like, hey. Would you, like, set up more podcasts with me that don't talk about Tremors? So, if you guys are able, and I guess that's my button, if you have an episode where you don't want to talk about Tremors, you can have Steve Wilson on. I'll try to get him. That's my best. Like, he does podcasts all the time. No, I mean, like, that's a legit... I've been sending people to him for a long time doing podcasts, so it's like, if you ever have one, and you're like, oh, hey, let's just talk about, like the military and not 
you could probably bring up actually if you just talked about Burt Gummer, not actually that would almost work. Right. If you had a whole episode that was just straight Burt Gummer, not Trevor, <laughs> like an yeah. asshole. Because you have, like, this is where Levi, I gotta say, man, you, you have excellent opinions. You too, Boone. Like, I gotta keep listening to more of your guys' podcast. Like, that was a, like, I had a religious awakening. Like, not even, I'm not even trying to blow smoke up your ass. It was just like, oh my god. I haven't listened to a podcast like that where I just completely agreed with the people in a really long time. So, like, thank you. And again, no, I think, thank you. Thank I you, think, man, really, yeah, thanks for doing this. It's fun, man. Oh, no, yeah. So I really think Steve would be in. And again, Michael Gross, if you're out there, that would be the killer episode. No, that would be great. That would be awesome. And, and you know, I just I have to re- uh, reiterate what I said earlier, Michael. Michael Gross, if you listen to this, know that. Man, you're just like a hero of mine, man. You know, I, and and that I'm not gonna give you crap because oh, you make money because your character's from Guns. I think that's such a such a throwing crap at the wall argument, man. You know, I mean, there's so many actors out there who make money playing characters with guns. You know, I mean, where you draw the line with that, you know? But nope. yeah, and, and 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 Glenn Maddock, you know, I, I, if if he's listening to this, yeah. You know, I, I really, uh, what, oh, you're giving me some hand signs. No, there. no, I was saying love to him, man. I'm really confused. That's where I thought you were oh. going, like, hey, I love you too, Glenn. That's where I was like, I was trying to, I love you too, Glenn. I don't, I'm so confused. No, I, I, hey, I, I mean, I got no beef with Glenn Maddock whatsoever, man. You know, I've never, I've never met the guy or talking guy. <laughs> I, I, I occasionally share one of my memes onto the, uh, official Trimmers franchise page, you know, because I figure... Hey, you know, there's some people there who probably might like to see this, and if I can gain a few followers from it, hey, that's even better, too. That's how I found uh, you. Yeah. Like, that legit. <laughs> you know, I mean, if he doesn't like it, though, sorry is all I can say. I'm going to keep making memes. Yeah. You know? please, <laughs> please do. I'm I'm, uh, chair, uh, dude. <laughs> you know, like, that's all I can say about it. <laughs> like, please do. Because uh, there's nothing like a good meme. Honestly, that's what, like, it... Uh, the let's go Brandon thing. You actually, that was the first episode I listened to. And I loved what you guys said about the, like, that's a, that's a, a legit, uh, audio meme that was like creating itself. That's still creating itself or whatever. Like, it, I think it's like the right. dumbest thing ever, but it's more just like, that's a, like, you're watching, you can make a lot happen just by believing in it. That's always, and that's, you made your Burt Gummer page. I got a whole, I can't believe I have a whole podcast on tremors. Like there's still more to do too. Like, just believe yeah. in yourself. And that's the place to start. And I said, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I love what you said one time. That isn't it crazy that, like, the two most active people in Trimmers right now are named Levi? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. We need to get a hold of Steve Wilson and... <laughs> We're gonna write the next Trimmers movie, okay? Just we write it. Your writers on it. Let that be known right now. All right. I'm in. I mean, we want. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I really think that with with my point of view and with your point of view, Levi, we could make a badass Trimmers movie. Oh, oh! I'll send you my scripts. I've already got drafts of shit. So. Yeah. Hey, man. Fuck yeah, I'm always man. down to, uh, to, to read scripts and movies and stuff. And making films is actually something that uh, 
Man, you know, when I was when I was younger, when I was like in high school, it was really like a, a dream of mine was to make films, you know. Oh. And I was, I, I have been fortunate enough to have been on a couple of movie sets, so you know that 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 dream has sort of come true. But but uh, I was okay, at- you know. Uh, podcast and a meme page will do, man. Spread the message however ah, we can. Keep, keep, keep ramping up, man. Like this, honestly, I was really proud of myself when Fred Ward died. That I just threw together a whole seven-minute scene of him and Burt Gummer talking on the phone. Yeah, I highly recommend that. I was kind of proud of that one. Just like, oh fuck, because like, it was just. And this is what I would say about filming: if you do it yourself, it's a camera and a fucking app on a phone, man, and just. You got an idea. Honestly, a great idea will always do it. That's where your podcast has a great idea. Independent thinking Texans. Like mine is talking tremors. Whether that's tremors or even just talking about the tremors that like tremors creates. Like you, right. I don't know, man. Like you just, I can't. It's that believe in yourself. So I would love to write one with you. Like I said, I will send you. Because mine's a TV right, show. Just do everything in it, man. Let's do let's do it all, and then send it to Stampede. Be like, here, guys, will you produce this? And then they'll just take care of it, and we'll be like, we'll be the writers on set, like Steve and Brent were, and just like, bah, bah. actually, Steve Wilson directed half of it. That's always I love that. Like, he did second unit directing. Like, they just like, hey, like we need help. Will you pick up a camera? That's how low budget it was. Just like here, you know what you're doing. Just go over there and do it. Right. Heck yeah, man. Well, yeah, man, send me those scripts for sure. I'll, I'll take a look at it, man. I'm always down to read new stuff for sure. But, uh, but Levi, man, it's been really fun talking to you, man. But I think we're gonna, I think we're about to get out of here. I'm gonna go smoke a bong too. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's reading our minds. He knows what's up. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't uh, hear yeah, any well, gurgling in the background, so I knew. I, I just, I knew. I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> This has been awesome, dude. Thank you so much for having us on the show, man. Oh, no, thank you for letting me on yours. This has been fucking, oh, this has been awesome. Anytime you want to do this again, you got a great topic. I I don't got to just talk about tremors, man. I'll go all over the board. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely keep that in mind, man. Yeah, thank you. Always welcome. Thank you, Boone, too. I know you were like, you don't know much about tremors, so you're probably like, like, well, I just learned a lot today. Holy fucking shit. I did. I, I really did, man. Actually, though, honestly, I came in with that mindset. I knew it was going to kind of be that way, and I'm cool with it. I like that. That's Honestly, I mean, when we think about doing this podcast, one thing that keeps it fun is is making it about something more than just, you know, being successful, you know, financially or something. Really, that's the last thing we're thinking about. This is something that we do that is just fun. We don't have yeah. any, try not to have any. We try to make it tight and try to make it, listenable to some extent we have to learn that you know it's something that we've played with a lot and failed at a lot probably <laughs> guilty <laughs> we, uh, guilty you know, we uh i i think that's important but at the same time i think it's very important to um to yeah just uh just speak your mind and, and communicate and talk with people and you positive act- thing man you, you know, actually had a great wrong you know i mean it's like it's like exercising the freedom of speech yep. you know you're you're participating in that i think that uh you also learn something too. Uh, that's what I was going to say too. You yeah. really learn. I've learned a lot over this process, just talking with Levi and, and a few other people, and now you tonight. You know, so you, Levi. Uh, <laughs> you had a great thing in a podcast in an episode that I just loved, where every person that you meet is someone you can learn something from. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what, but everybody has a different 
skill set. And that goes back to what we were saying about tremors. Everybody brings something to the table. You should just respect everybody. You know, like, we all got something to learn. That's it. But yeah. Thank you, guys. It's been dope. Love you much. Have a good one. Don't get shot. We'll try our best. (laughs) It it happens. I don't know, man. It happens. It really does. (laughs) Peace, love, and hand grease, dudes. Peace out. See ya, man.